Hey folks, Randy Newberg here with another episode of Leupold's Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, it is my one of my it's my second favorite time of year. Obviously, hunting season is my favorite time of year, but this time of year is what I call application season. And going forward, what we want to do on this podcast over the next ah three to four months, we're going to be throwing in some episodes along the way that focus on how you can hunt elk every year. I don't care where you live, there is some manner, some state, some way that even on a pretty modest budget, you should be hunting elk every year. And we're going to talk about how we do that. We're going to talk about both the long-term strategy, the mid-term strategy, and a short-term strategy of how we do it. We're going to go to every state that has elk hunting that is what I'll call a destination state. Those will be, I'm going to start from the south, Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, uh, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. We're going to cover every one of those. Uh, in past years, we talked about how you can do it uh, you know, in some degree. What we're going to do this year is go forward with the, the premise that everyone who's listening probably wants to hunt elk. And even if you have elk hunting in your own state, I hope that when we're done with this series of podcasts throughout the spring and, and the winter, that even those of you in the states where you can hunt at home with an over-the-counter tag, you realize how many options still exist for you outside of your state's boundaries. Uh, I'm I'm one of those lucky people I get to hunt in so many places and I've been applying to non-resident or as a non-resident in all these other states for decades not years <laughs> decades uh and about four years ago, this system, and you hear us talk about it, this group came out of nowhere, for me anyhow, it's called GoHunt.com. And it's become my tool of everything that I do related to this. And I, I thought today, we're just, this is just a quick bonus podcast. This is not one of our regular podcasts. It's, it, it's a bit of a kind of, here's where we're going with future podcasts, which I, I hope I've, I've laid out in the last couple minutes that I just got done talking about. Uh, I, I, I want to do that, let, let you know where we're going with some of these. And then I also, uh, as quick as we we click the button here, on the other line, I have Trail Kreitzer. Uh, he's one of the research guys at Go Hunt. He's been so instrumental in their strategy articles. Uh, they have these strategy articles that are over 20 pages long about each state and each species. And it's unbelievable information. Anyhow, Trail spends days and weeks and weeks working on that stuff. So I thought I'd grab him, get him on the phone real quick because Go Hunt is revamping their entire system, which already was the best that I've been able to find. And they're revamping it to a faster platform. They just came out with the Wyoming and Arizona draw odds. Uh, that information is now out there. Uh, you're going to hear about in Wyoming, especially one big change they were able to implement that's going to, for those of us who really analyze this stuff and aren't with those of us who are not sitting on high point totals uh this other piece they've come up with where they now have the point totals 
or the applicant totals by point level. Uh, when we get into that, it's uh, it's going to be super super useful. So I don't know. I'll I'll have trail on the on the line here for maybe a half hour. This one's not going to be that long. Uh, it's just to let you know that. 2019 for us here at uh, Hunt Talk, Fresh Tracks, Randy Newberg, Hunter, uh, our platforms, we have it written out on every board, 2019 year of the elk. Uh, we're going to really focus on getting elk tags this year, getting a lot of fun elk content. We always do a lot of it, but this is the year we're going to get serious about it. So the very first part of that is drawing a tag. If you don't have a tag, uh, well, I hope if you don't have a tag, you're not going elk hunting. Uh, for me, uh, it, it's the absolute critical step. And I, I hope that when we walk through this, you realize that it, getting a tag might seem like this daunting, overwhelming, never going to draw kind of doom and despair thing that... It really is doable. It's doable on a very modest budget. Uh, every one of these states we go through, we're going to talk about, you know, if you have a budget of $1,000 or $2,000 or whatever, here's the way you could approach this state. Um, every bit of it what, that we're talking about is based on uh, all the information right here at our fingertips with the Go Hunt Insider. So anyhow... You know that the, the Hunt Talk podcast is brought to you by Leupold, Leupold Optics. Uh, that's why we call it Leupold's Hunt Talk Radio, brought to you by Orion Coolers. Go out to oriancoolers.com, buy the best coolers you can, use promo code RANDY, and get some big benefit for that. Uh, go to Onyx Maps, uh, another very critical tool in how we do our, our planning, uh, our both our planning of where we're going to draw, and then once we draw, our planning planning of where we're going to hunt, go to onxmaps.com, use promo code Randy, save 20% on all their app products, and then gohunt.com, who we're going to get on the phone with here, trail, uh, go out to gohunt.com, use promo code Randy when you sign up for the Insider, and get $50 of free store credit in an amazing gear shop. So with that, you're going to hear a little click here, uh, and when we make that click, uh, trail is going to be on the line, and we're going to talk a little bit of Wyoming and Arizona and insider strategy. So thanks for, for being here. Thanks for listening. Okay, folks, I told you that we were going to have the research manager, the gear expert, the man who knows all things related to Wyoming and Arizona, uh, Trail Kreitzer from Go Hunt. Trail, I hope I'm not uh, oversta understating your talents. Uh, I, I, I think you maybe oversold me, but uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll take it. <laughs> uh, well, it's, uh, this is a fun time of year. I, I was looking at how many emails you got last night that you responded to publicly out here on the go hunt insider all those messages you yeah you got a ton of emails when this released in the last 12 hours yeah it's it's been busy for sure and you know customer service is important and i know how important applications my personal hunting applications are so i want to uh get back to as many people as i can and and just hope that they uh, they have some luck in the draw and help them out. Well, I know how busy you guys are, and I really appreciate you taking some time here. Uh, I, I, for me, I everyone knows that this time of year, I really get into the application stuff because 
the absolute first thing you need to go on an elk hunt is an elk tag. And unless you're lucky like I do to live in a state with a guaranteed elk tag for residents, you better know how these draw systems work and you better have really good information at your fingertips. And that's why I'm such a big fan of the Go Hunt Insider. Um, I, I know you guys are up against these deadlines all the time in this in the spring. I, I don't know how you guys get any sleep. It's probably like me and tax season come about April 15th. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Uh, it just, it gets so busy this time of year and it's just the, the nature of the job. So, cool. I mean, all the, uh, the state rules and regs start coming out and, you know, we're processing those and updating seasons and, you know, handling uh, all the customer service types of things. And I, I get a whole lot less sleep from about December 1st through all oh, about May. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like to make up for it with with Chris and Lorenzo uh, come September and October. There you go. <laughs> hey guys, remember how much I worked last winter? Uh, I'm going to be hunting for a couple months. <laughs> exactly. But uh, one of the things I always look for, the very first thing I grab in the Insider are your strategy articles. And I know uh, you were telling me that you did the Wyoming elk strategy article, and that's going live here any any moment. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, so. yeah, I passed it off to Brady. Um, well, it's probably been four or five days ago, and I know he's been cranking hard on that. And I, I do all the nuts and bolts, and he makes it look awesome, and you know, gets all those cool graphs and graphics, and and really helps me out with with anything that I might have missed. But uh, he makes it look good, and and we should have it live here within the next few days, I think. Cool. Well, I, I tell people that the quote-unquote price of admission to the Go Hunt Insider is worth just the strategy articles, whether it's by state, by species, whatever. Uh, I, yeah. I read them multiple times, and uh, I always catch some little nugget that maybe even a guy like me who's been applying in all these states since 1993... Oh, I'm old. That, that makes me <laughs> that makes me sound really old. What were you doing in 1993, Trail? Ninety-three. I think I would have been in seventh grade. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not that young. I'm, uh, I'll be. I'll be forty next year, Randy. So okay. I'm, so I'm not. Uh, I'm not on the young spectrum, especially when it comes to go hunting and, and a lot of people that work here. We have a lot of these young guys that are our tech team uh, that are very young. Yeah. Well, I just say that because I've been doing this forever. Uh, my favorite sure. term is I've been doing it since Moby Dick was a minnow. And uh, <laughs> I still, I'm I'm picking something up every year. And uh, th there's one that you and I are going to have to talk about when I come through Nevada. Uh, because I, I think you're telling the world too much here every once in a while. So I, m I might ask you to <laughs> retract or redact or whatever the term is. Uh, maybe maybe rein it, it in a little bit. Yeah, so it's a certain bit of your Arizona strategy article but uh, from last year. Right. But anyhow, uh, getting to the what we want to cover on this podcast, I want to talk about the new upgrades and the fact that the Wyoming and Arizona draw odds are up. The fact that you guys are rebuilding the, I don't know, is it the, the back end of the platform that makes the two new states so much faster than, than yeah. the, the old platform? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, in in terms of, of technology, and, and again, I mean, I'm I'm being fed a lot of this information by the tech team because I don't understand, you know, the ins and outs of computer code and those kinds of things. But yeah, you know, when it when it comes to technology uh, and the internet and how things work, I mean, we're we're four years in uh, with our Insider platform, and you know, four years in in terms of technology and computers and those kinds of things is you know an eternity. Yeah, um, and, and things. Just needed to be updated, and and ultimately we just wanted to uh, completely, you know, create a new site. Uh, things will still function pretty much the same. The user, the users, not going to see a ton of uh, difference, other than they are going to see tons of um, speed increase. They're going to see more functionality. Uh, they're going to see some new filters and those kinds of things. And, and we have some big plans for um, some really cool uh, advancements on that that insider platform. But yeah, I mean, ultimately we uh, we we basically just redid everything and um, you know it it took a, a long time I mean it took six months those guys have been just grinding putting tons of hours in and and just putting all that effort in and and it's taken a little bit longer than we thought um, but yeah ultimately it's gonna be a much better user experience um, right now like you said we just rolled out uh, two states so Wyoming and, and Arizona and and people are going to see those as as a standalone experience. Uh, if you log into uh, GoHunt.com, uh, right there at the top of the page, you're going to see a highlighted orange bar uh, that's going to uh, have that link to those new odds. And we did that just because we knew that those draws were opening up, yeah. and you know pe- people are serious about their research. We're, we're serious. We're diehard hunters ourselves. Um, so we really wanted to, to make sure that that was up and available for people first and foremost. And then the rest of the states, you're going to see them come along uh, here in the next few weeks, okay. mid- mid-January. Cool, because we right now, it's the first week of January and our Wyoming deadline is January 31st. And then what's the Arizona deadline this year, February 12th or something like that? Yep, coming up in the middle, the middle of February. Yeah, so, well, <clears throat> the one Wyoming enhancement, and I let you uh, appreciate you guys letting me have a look under the hood every once in a while as you're working on stuff, but the real game changer of everything you've done, and I don't know how you guys did this, but you convinced Wyoming Game and Fish to give you the application information that has point total or, or application numbers by point level, which in, yeah. the, in the past, all you could get from Wyoming was, okay, everyone at nine points drew, 60% of the people at eight points drew, and there were 45 people with seven or less points. So you never really knew how many people were ahead of you at what point level. And it, it always frustrated me. And now I pull this up, and you guys have it broken out by the number of applicants at every point level for every hunt code. Yeah. That's a game yeah, changer for, the, for those of us junkies who are trying to find that little gem in Wyoming. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I was under the same, the same place you were. I mean, I, I was always frustrated uh, at the cutoff line. You could basically only see the number of applicants that didn't draw, and you had really no idea if you were competing with you know four other guys at your point level or forty other guys. And um, kind kind of a long story, but it was the same. I'm I was facing the same issue you were, and ultimately, long story short, it it just took. 
me finding the right individual there at Wyoming Game and Fish and uh, being able to exchange some messages with them and, and getting them to kind of understand why it was important uh, to have that data so that you could see how many people you were uh, in that same pool with so that moving forward you could have a much better idea uh, on your application strategy. Um, you know, ultimately... The cool thing about this is it gives you the the ability to really pick and choose between units and selections now. I mean, you can really start to fine tune your your application and say, okay, you know, maybe this unit isn't for me because there's too many people at that same point level. Whereas, you know, unit A, B, or C is a better option because there are less applicants at my same level that have applied for that hunt. And so kind of gives you that leg up on your strategy. Yeah, that I was just looking at it. Uh I'm. I don't have a lot of points, but w- one of the people in our crew has six points. And last year, it took eight points for the for that tag. And it said I think there were fourteen people at seven and a half or less points. So I, I almost gave up on that unit for this person in our crew. I thought, ah, six points, I'll never draw. Well, I look. There's only one. And the, in all of these other applicants, there's only one person who has one more point than him. Right. So with that number yeah. of tags being issued, he's actually, it, unless people jump in off the sidelines who had just been buying sure. points and they jump in, I, I'm like, uh-oh, that guy's going elk hunting this year or possibly. <laughs> yeah. And I would have never known that. there was. I, I would have just thought, all right, there's whatever 14 people in the pool and a bunch of those are probably ahead of him at six points. No, there's only one person ahead of him. And then there's like 12 people behind him. So that's where yeah. this kind of information is really, really, um, well, for me anyhow, someone who makes this my my daily life this time of year, this is, this is really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a huge deal. I mean, it's a it's a game changer for sure. I can't tell you how how personally excited I was when I was able to finally get that data and start picking through it. Um, you know, for elk, it's important, but when you start looking at other species like antelope, antelope, yeah. I mean, man, there's so many you know doors that could open to you uh, just because you can now evaluate uh, what your chances are based on how many people are at your same point level. So. Yeah, it's it's a game changer. I'm super excited about it, and I think ultimately it's going to help you know a lot of our insiders put tags in their pockets this year. So, well, I'm excited about it. The other thing I see that now I can also do sorts by second choice, not just first choice. Mm-hmm. Which for me in the deer world, I hunt a, try to hunt a lot of leftover deer tag or second choice deer tags in Wyoming. Uh, yeah, you just saved me a few hours of time of kind of having my own little manual spreadsheet there of, well, let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, I I think I'm going to do the regular draw because there were still some leftovers there. I could save 200 bucks. So that's... Uh, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I took my... Uh, I have a new hunter in my family. He's uh, my, my oldest boy, Landon, just turned 13. And uh, I don't know if I should say this, but last year I had access to this. And... <laughs> 
I was uh, I was able to to look through the data, and like I said, we we couldn't get it up and live uh, until this year. But I was able to to sort through the data and look at it, and and able to pick up a, a permit for antelope for he and I as the second choice. And we went up there and and stayed three days and just had a phenomenal hunt. And both of us, you know, killed antelope. And and again, that was on a second choice tag. And and that was his first big game animal, which was which is so cool. But yeah, yeah so, just, so as a second choice, nobody burned any mm-hmm. points, but you guys nope. still got to go hunting. Yep, yeah, we both we both uh, retained our. I retained my points, and and he picked up a point, and then uh, yeah, we both got to go hunting. So it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, it's that kind of stuff, and, and I know some of those listening to this podcast are probably thinking, Newberg, you'd nerd out on this stuff. In in just the worst way, and and I do. I'm standing upstairs in my Randy room right now, and I have file cabinets full of old junk when I used to have to do all this by hand. Uh, Mm -hmm. Magazine articles in this magazine and that map and notes from this biologist. To now have all this at my fingertips almost feels like I'm cheating or something. But <laughs> yeah. I'm more than it happy. It is quick. To... It's it's so much more accessible, and it is a whole lot more. And I know I know exactly what what you used to do. I used to do it too. Dig through those those reports, and I mean, it's even that much more so when you start adding in things like harvest success. And yeah, you know, I'm man. It it's it's definitely a more streamlined and an easy process for sure. Yeah. So Wyoming is up. Arizona. Arizona, they haven't changed too uh, Wyoming, the big change that I noticed, I, I uh, went on the, the site today and walked through as though I was going to buy uh, a license. And I always do it just to, sometimes there's a few things that change. And when I walk through mm-hmm. and do kind of a dummy transaction, I realize what they are. And it looks like you're not able to buy, in the past, you used to check the box if you wanted to buy a point now. It looks like you're going to mm-hmm. have to buy a point in the July yeah. through September deadline. Uh, unless I miss something, that's what it's looking like, that you can't buy a point now. So I wonder how many people were, will forget to buy their point, uh, <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah. I, I would do that with my application. And then the, the expensive part of it is, and this is going to make me rethink my strategy of whether or not I'll apply for bison this year, is... Two and a half percent credit card transaction fee in Wyoming. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, two and a half on on any application that you you know, and and they require you to to front the cost of the application. So you're exactly right. I mean, if you're applying for the uh, the any bison tag at you know forty four hundred dollars, yeah. you know two point five percent of that cost is is a fair amount. And and then if you extrapolate that over other species like elk and deer and antelope. And then, you know, for like me and probably you also, you know, if you're applying your kids or, yep. you know, your wife, for example, yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's going to be an added cost for sure. Yeah. Well, for me, this is, this is exciting stuff to have some of these features and updates and changes. The the Arizona side of things, I've, I've been playing around with it since you guys sent me the link and uh, I have the Arizona proclamations in front of me. Um, mm-hmm. there, it doesn't seem like Arizona has changed too much this year from from what I can gather. 
I haven't seen a ton of changes in in uh, in Arizona. Uh, the odds on our end are going to look uh, very similar to what they've looked like in the past, as far as presentation. And, and you're going to be able to click on uh, each individual unit and, and evaluate the detailed draw odds page, similar to, to like we just talked about in Wyoming, where you can see those point breakdowns. And Arizona, we don't have the applicants at each point level, but you can see kind of trends, so you can get an idea on what the the, the creep is like. Um, yeah. You know, something I will note that that might your your listeners are probably going to be interested in is that uh, new for this year for us at least on the odds end we're actually going to include uh, youth odds so last year we started with uh, antlerless elk and deer and you know all the antlerless species and this year we're actually going to add the youth hunts so that's going to become increasingly more important um, you know Arizona's got some youth hunts. We're going to have those odds. Uh, states like New Mexico, which you'll you'll probably get into on a later date. Yep. But they they have some awesome elk or uh, yeah youth youth elk hunts. Um, yep. You know they just have some great some great opportunities for youth, and we're going to cover those odds this year as well. Yeah, and you said that your son is thirteen, or was thirteen last year. I'm sure that you have been taking advantage of the $5 non-resident youth license in Arizona and building points. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I, I've been hammering that bit. And there, people are like, Newberg, why are you so much into this Arizona youth license? And I guess because I thought everybody was doing it. I, I thought everyone <laughs> knew about this. So my son is 28. He has 18 points for every species in Arizona other than elk because he's already burned those one time. Right. And, and people will ask him, you're only 28. How would you end up with 18 points already? Well, yeah. for a $5 non-resident license and whatever the point fee is, I, I can't even remember, 15 bucks or something. Those are yep. the cheapest points you're ever going to acquire for your children. They will thank you someday. And yeah, yeah. I mean, what? And, and it's expensive to apply for as an adult. Uh, right. So, yeah, absolutely. Take advantage while your kids are young and help you know build them points. Yeah, and for me, as quick as he was done with high school, he had enough points that we could draw any late rifle elk tag in Arizona, pretty much. That's that's awesome. So, yeah, I, I hope that's the case with my kid when we get there. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably will be. I'm, I, I hope that Arizona continues to have a good moisture uh, year. Um, you know, last year was such a, I didn't hunt there for, for elk, but all reports yeah. that it was such a hard moisture year last year. Uh, what moisture, was, they got good moisture in the fall, but it's too little too late at that time. Um, yeah, it was it was tough. I I actually drew a a late archery tag in a, in a unit I had hunted before um, three years ago, and those late archery tags, you you know, they're they're an easier draw. Um, but yeah, I mean, the quality was was noticeable. It was definitely down. A lot of you know mature five points, uh, small sixes. You know that they just didn't have the back end. They had decent fronts, but just you know hardly anything in the back end. And I would say I hunted. I want to say nine or ten days um, on my own, and I think it took me six full days to actually find a bull that you know I thought was a good representation of what that unit could produce. And, and even that, it was down from what it what it should have been. And so yeah. it was tough. I mean, I hope I'm like you. I'm hoping they get some some early spring moisture this year, and then I'm hoping those monsoons really kick in and it, it helps them finish off because it was tough last year. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, that's uh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed because the good monsoon they got last year, and then they've had some. Well, I, I saw even southern Arizona, south of Tucson, got snow last week. So uh, mm-hmm. maybe it'll be one of those good moisture years and everybody will be working the computers hard to figure out what their best draw <laughs> odds are in Arizona. But I'm not going to, I'm inclined to not give people too much help until after the deadline. I, I know right. that my, the, the best help I can give them is. Go to GoHunt.com, sign up for the Insider, and use promo code Randy and get $50 of mad money in the best gear shop I know. I that, love it. That, that's the best advice I can give anybody with, without <laughs> completely ruining my own chances and my own odds to, to uh, yeah. uh, draw tags. But. I, I don't know if you've heard my take on that. I And I, I adopted this a long time ago is... People would ask me, and it got to be where I couldn't remember what I'd told them. So I just, I started telling them the truth because I think they always assume I was lying anyway. So I, <laughs> I, I just started, I just started telling them the truth, and they'd look at me like, "Ah, you're lying to me." And then, and at that point, I mean, I, I think we're playing more head games than anything, so they don't know what to believe anyway. But that's that's my strategy. <laughs> oh, I like that approach. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna say, really, here's my GPS coordinates. Here's where I hunted, and they'll probably think he wouldn't do that. He's sending me somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> yep. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Arizona elk, Arizona antelope. The deadline is there in February. I think for whatever reason, the twelfth sticks in my head. Um, when do you think the strategy article will be up on the Insider for for those? For Arizona, yeah. So, the, so you're spot on. The deadline is uh, is the twelfth. Um, the Arizona application strategy, uh, I would think, will probably be oh here within maybe the next week. Okay. Uh, I think you'll see that Wyoming one within the next two or three days. Um, cut come come alive, and uh, there's there's some good stuff in that. I spent a lot of time on that uh, Wyoming application um, strategy article, and I think I think it's just like you said, if you're willing to to dive through the whatever 24 pages I think it was that I that I turned in to poor Brady, um, yeah. there's there's some nuggets in there uh, if you're willing to to really dive in and take a look at it. Trust me, I I dive into it myself and my crew. We scroll through it and we pretty much take paragraph by paragraph. And we, we'll talk about a lot of that stuff because we do videos on it this year. Mm-hmm. We're, we're really focused on elk this year. And our series of videos last year was about how each state works. This year it's mm-hmm. hunt elk every year. And we're going to walk by through state by state and say, this is how this state should play into your elk hunting strategy. Wyoming yeah. should be, you know, you can make it a midterm, a short-term, or a long-term strategy. Arizona should be a midterm or long-term strategy. Um, so the, rather than go through how it works for sheep and goat and moose and everything, we've found that people are super, super interested in the elk side of it. And we think that we can get into more depth, more detail by analyzing this even further by just saying, we're going to show you how we use the go hunt system to hunt elk every year, and you should be doing the same thing. So, yeah, 
Yeah, that's that's ultimately. I mean, I I tell people all the time, as much as you know, I work here at Go Hunt, and and it's my career, and obviously I'm very passionate about research and hunting. Uh, but ultimately, I'm I'm a user too, and I use the product just like I think most of our users do. And I, I tell people all the time. You know, they ask me why should I sign up, and ultimately, I, I always tell them it's because it's it's going to open your eyes to some opportunities that you probably even had no idea that existed. Yeah. Um, and especially when it when it comes to elk, uh, if you're talking, you know, over the counter opportunities in Colorado or Idaho, um, Wyoming. Wyoming is a phenomenal elk state, as as you know, and yeah. It's like it's like you were saying. If you want to to hunt a have a pretty good hunt with a couple of points, it's a possibility. If you want to wait and maybe hunt a uh, a little bit better hunt with a little bit less pressure, that's an opportunity too. And I mean, there's there's great quality. There's so many elk. It's just it's an awesome elk state. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was uh, doing a podcast the other day. Me and Corey Jacobson do our elk talk podcast, and we got in an arg not an argument, a discussion about if you're a non-resident, what's your what should be your top two states? And we settled on Arizona and Wyoming. That mm-hmm. if you have a limited budget, if you have a thousand dollars, you can still make it work in those two states to apply, to buy your licenses, buy your points. And yeah, $1,000 is still quite a bit of money, but you can save that up over a little period of time. And and when you tell people every five or six years, maybe even sooner if you're willing to hunt the general units in Wyoming, you should be elk hunting one of these good good places. They look at you as though, you're kidding me, right? No, right. I'm not kidding you. That's how we do it. That That's how we end up with a lot of tags to film our our video content so yeah yeah absolutely i i remember you know growing up and and thinking that really my only opportunity to hunt elk was going to be in utah which is you know where i'm from and i'm a resident and and it's a a pretty bleak picture when you start thinking about you know elk hunting in in utah you think there's some some amazing areas and some giant bulls but the, the chances to hunt is just so slim but yeah, it's like I said, you start looking outside your boundaries and you start looking at states like Arizona and Wyoming and Montana and Colorado and Idaho. It's There's really no reason you can't hunt uh, and even a real quality hunt every year. Yep. Yeah. So one of the things you got to do is that, that mule deer junkie that you guys have there in the office, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Miller. Yeah, Brit, you, you he, guys, he's sitting here next to me. Is he? Oh, he's <laughs> listening in, huh? Well, yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's he's dropping. I think secretly he's got a little a little elk uh, bug going on. Yeah, did I see that he shot an elk this year? Finally, he he lowered his standards to shoot an elk. He did. He uh, we went to Wyoming and he, and he and I bow hunted and I was able to to fill my tag and he got a couple of days uh, on the rifle hunt and went back and shot his first bull. Cool. Well, about time. I I, I was I was having concerns about that guy for a while, but uh, now he <laughs> we we should ask him which one he prefers to eat eat better next time we talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I'll be seeing him in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him if he's ready to come over from the dark side of mule deer to the to the real side of of elk. But uh, 
I, I, I better not I say that. I got some listeners who probably are like, "Hey, wait a second, Randy. I'm 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 into that mule deer thing too." So I best not make yeah. too much fun, of, especially somebody who shoots mule deer of the quality that Brady shoots. So. Uh, yeah, there's no no debate in that. He uh, <laughs> he killed a, he killed a giant again this year in in Colorado. So I I I can understand it, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Well, Trail, I'm I, this podcast here was kind of a bonus podcast that I. It's going to be just an extra one in between all of our roll orders. So uh, I really appreciate you taking the time as busy as you are uh, trying to get all this stuff up and ready and research articles. I I know I'm imposing on you here. Uh, it's after hours. And uh, I just I want to thank you for taking the time and, and giving me the quick uh, update of, of where things are at. Uh, when stuff's going to be available because it's if, if you guys look at the back end and you see how much time Randy Newberg spends logged in to the Go Hunt Insider, uh, you guys are probably going to charge me some server space or bandwidth space or something. You might, you might charge you double next time. <laughs> probably. Uh, you're, you're getting too much out of your Insider membership. I, I know. No, we, I. I appreciate you having me on, and and ultimately, I just wanted to, you know, to the insiders that are out there that are that are your listeners, and, and certainly there's a ton of them that are. Um, just wanted to express our, our gratitude for those guys that are members. You know, we definitely value their membership and their and their support, and you know, we are cranking to get the best draw odds up and available. And like I said, we got Wyoming and, and Arizona. The other ones will come shortly, um, and they're going to work in conjunction with the uh, the field side of things and we're going to have that all up and working and it's going to be you know a, a much better user experience we're, we're super excited about it we have a ton of new features that are going to be coming later uh, in the year and and yeah we, we just we're, we're grateful for for their membership and, and we're just so excited about the uh, the upcoming possibilities and all the new improvements that we've got coming cool well when uh, when I come through town here in a couple weeks uh, you and I'll sit down and we'll discuss this Arizona thing that I I really <laughs> want you to kind of dampen down the promotion on. Uh, and uh, not really. I, I, I want everyone to know everything they can, but you, you've kind of opened up the cover of the book to one of my secrets, not secrets, but one of my tactics of how we used to draw tags with more regularity. Right. Uh, and... I knew I'd said at a time or two and I knew people were going to figure it out. Uh, but I'm pretty sure when they read your strategy article, uh, the, the, if they read it closely, they're going to pick up on it. So I, I hope they go out there and, and sign up and, and start reading these strategy articles because they're, they're going to get some nuggets, no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, we, we look forward to catching up with you when you're in town and, and I can't wait to talk shop and kind of, it's always fun to to pick uh, somebody else's brain that's really loves a deep dive into the data and is really trying to strategize and find those little hidden gems. So it'll be fun to catch up and, and see what you're thinking and compare notes. Cool. Well, I really appreciate it, Trail. You have a great weekend, and uh, we'll uh, see you in a few weeks. Likewise. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yep.